5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 23 minutes to 9. Lots of thoughts about the six-bin solution coming through on the Telstra Storm Out Barker text line. We'll get to some more of those very, very shortly. We've got people that have had been involved in food recall dramas when you've consumed something or you've maybe you've driven in your car when there's been some sort of fault that needed to be urgently corrected and you've thought, well, that didn't go particularly well. We've also got people that remember Haley's Comet back in 1986 because on this night, not that this is the anniversary, but we're about to do the once-a-year thing where the Earth... The th- and thing, David, I want you to be aware of this, is the, ast- is the, the, the term astronomers use... The Earth does the thing where it goes through the path, the trail. Where's Dave Renicky when you need the him? The tail. Now, this is what they'll teach you. You go to NASA and they'll say... The uh, thing. Uh, the thing? Did he tell you about the thing? Joining us now, Stephen Hawking. Now, the Earth does the thing where it travels through the tail of Halley's Comet. So tonight, according to uh, observers, mm. you could get 10 to 20 metres an hour if you're out in sort of rural parts of Australia. You've got potentially quite a show. And we've got people, we've got, uh, we'll speak to someone shortly who remembers 1986 when we the full shebang went past. Again, another astronomy term. <laughs> Jason Van Weenen is the threatened species ecologist from the Department of Environment. Jason, good morning to you. Good morning. Are we having an increased number of kangaroos appear in our suburbs at the moment, or are we just reporting it better than ever before? No, we, we seem to have a bit of an increase along the, the um, peri-urban fringe, and, and that seems to result in... A few of them uh, getting off track and venturing venturing into suburbs. Yeah, that's that's what we're seeing. What do you think is bringing them in closer to civilization, Jason? Um, the yeah, numbers in the Mount Lofties tend to be uh, tend to be rising uh, in general, and and so when these animals are, are close to the suburbs, they they obviously like going around looking for a good tucker, and that that tucker is sometimes growing in in in, in the suburbs, and so um, as as food uh, availability varies seasonally, they they uh, venture in different locations looking for food, and and that's what um, results. Uh, we start seeing them, yeah, coming into the burbs. Are they more active at night, kangaroos? Because I see them down a bit in the scrub at Aldinger, and during the day they're just sort of lounging around doing their thing. But are they are they a nocturnal animal? Yeah, they they are. So they do do lounge. They uh, lounge around in the day. They do. Um, during the day as well, um, and in cool, cool weather, that's not uncommon. Um, but yeah, often you see them uh, lounging around in uh, paddocks, or they often hide in uh, blocks of uh, native vegetation, and then they can venture out on uh, at dusk and and, and um, do a lot of moving at dusk and dawn, and then feed during the night. Hmm. Does, does the the population of kangaroos around metropolitan areas does it need more management? Do we need some sort of a plan to deal with this, or is it not going to progress much beyond current levels? Um, the wildlife populations can be pretty dynamic, so um, so yeah, depending on the seasons, they can increase and, and then they can decrease again. So uh, we've got some uh, surveys coming up uh, through the Mount Lofty, which will sort of track those numbers over time and see and see how they how they're going. So that will give us more information on on the need uh, for any management or anything like that. And where are we now? Are they are they up high? Um, we haven't really uh, looked closely, so all we're getting at the moment is anecdotal evidence that the, the numbers are increasing. So that's the sightings by people and people seeing more uh, kangaroos just in the landscape, landscape generally. Um, we're hoping to have some surveys happening in um, the next few months and we'll repeat them over the years ahead and, and just see how that number uh, tracks more broadly. They're, they're quite a tricky thing to monitor because um, they're can be quite cryptic. They can be, uh, yeah, sheltering the, in thick vegetation during the day and 
Um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably going to take a bit of time to get a, a reasonable handle on how that those populations are uh, changing over time. What are the options for management if, the, if it is deemed that there are too many? So there's uh, quite a few different options, I guess. Um, lots of uh, possibilities if they're coming around the suburbs and things like that, exclusion fencing and things can help keep them um, keep them out. Um, there are lots of uh, people managing kangaroos in the, the Mount Lofty Ranges and have been for a long time, so that's um, using destruction permits to um, to deal with particular impacts. Um, and, yeah, so it's it's about looking at what's most appropriate for the, for the area where the kangaroos are. Kangaroos aside, Jason, as someone who works in the uh, Threatened Species Ecologist Department uh, within the Department of Environment, in the South Australian context, is there a particular species or, or, or group of species that, that keeps you up at night? What, what are the ones that you're most worried about in, in terms of, in terms of um, at worst, becoming extinct? Um, there's lots of... Uh, might be surprising to lots of people, but there's um, quite a few plants in the Mount Lofty Ranges which are... Um, quite threatened so they only occur in uh, very small uh, isolated locations or in very small numbers so um, yeah th- those uh, plant species are, are, are quite uh, can be quite threatened so in the Mount Lofty Range it's a it's Mount Lofty Ranges it's a biodiversity hotspot so we've got amazing uh, amazingly high biodiversity and uh, yeah with that there are a lot of uh, plant species that are actually threatened so mm. um, yeah they they tend to be some of the species that are most at risk. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Jason Van Weenen from the Department of Environment. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning. No worries. Thank you. 17-9, behind closed doors, not too far away. But right now it's time to give someone 200 bucks just for living where they do. Postcode payday. Thanks to Adelaide Tools. Big job, small job, any job. Get it done with Adelaide Tools. The postcode today, 5073. 5073. So if you live in Hectorville, Ross Trevor, Tranmere or Tranmere North, you can win $200 cash by being the first caller through right now on 8223 0055.